You're listening to Southside Baptist Church Podcast with our pastor, Dr. Jeff Parker. For more audio content, please refer to our website at ssbaptistchurch.com. I've come this morning to, above all things, bring you a word. The word is found in 1 Corinthians 13, chapter verse 8. It says this, love never fails. Love never fails. After he took his beating, I think he would have said love never fails. As he walked to the cross, blooding and hurting, I think if you saw him, his lips would say, love never fails. As they drove the nails into his hand, his feet, as they lifted the Messiah up, I think you'd hear him say, love never fails. And of all things that we cling to, love is the greatest. My Bible says, now abides all three, faith, hope, and love, but the greatest of these is love. Keep that tucked away in your heart. Keep that tucked away in your mind, in your spirit. It'll change your life. It really will. I'm glad to be here today. I appreciate Jeff and Sheila asking me to come to be with you. I've spoken to young adult class already this morning, and, and uh, uh, it's just so good to be back. I believe with all my heart, God's got his hand on this church. Uh, it changes each time I come for the better. The staff improves. The, uh, the preacher gets older, but he's still there, and, and we're thankful for that. And but uh, I'll tell you what, uh, you've got a great pastor and wife, and, and, and you can't have a good pastor without having a great wife. I promise you that. I've learned that. And uh, I, I promise you that is so true. And uh, God is blessed. And, I, and I, I sincerely believe that uh, you don't realize what you've accomplished. It'll take an eternity to, for you to, to look at God's scorecard, I believe, and see this soul and this soul and this soul and this family and this family. This dollar you gave, this thing, you get to see what it meant to his kingdom. But I believe in the end, you, you'll truly say that uh, thereby is faith, hope, and love, but the grace of these is love. And uh, I, I just, uh, there's a peace here, and I love it. And I appreciate you and your pastor and your staff, and, and uh, it's good to be back with you. I kept asking him <clears throat> about three years. I said, I'd like to come back and preach. He said, well, we'll see about it. So I, next, year I, next year I called, I said, I sure would like to come back and preach. And he said, well, we'll, we'll, we'll just see about it. We, we're so busy right now. And I said, well, last year I called, I said, I sure would like to come back and preach. And he said, well, we just got so much going on right now. And uh, so I called this year, I said, I sure love to come and preach. He said, well, we're just really busy. I said, you don't have to pay me a thing. He said, you can come this Sunday. <laughs> so, anyway. Why don't you take your Bibles and turn to 1 Corinthians 13. Uh, when your pastor called, he said, I want you to preach on love. Well, he has set my soul afire with this. Uh, <clears throat> that's the message of the whole Bible. That's what Jesus' message is love. And... and uh, and I, I want to give you a picture this morning of a Christmas meal. And uh, that meal maybe had a red tablecloth and, and maybe, the, maybe the, the plates were white. And, 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 uh, and the family gathers around and, and uh, there, there's, there's turkey and dressing and there's uh, all just all kind of vegetables and, and uh, just great salad and and a fruit salad and dessert, all these kind of things. And fellowship during the meal, and it's going on and on. And right in the middle of the table of this meal is a gorgeous centerpiece. I mean, boy, just, just beautiful flowers and colors. And, and it just stands right in the middle. And now the meal is over. And everybody gets up and leaves. And there are dirty plates, dirty forks, half-empty glasses, Napkins that are soiled, wiping their faces and all this stuff all around the table. Yet right in the middle of that table still stands that centerpiece that is just breathtaking. 
Now, you got that in mind? Somebody said that when Paul took his pen in hand to write 1 Corinthians 13, it was the greatest piece of work that he ever did. He's, he's done some mighty things. Because all around that table of 1 Corinthians 13 is, is, is a fallen church. A church that is a loveless church. A church that is selfish. A church that lifts up its own. A church that's a glutton. A church that's suing one another. Can you believe that? A church that, that's backbiting. A church that's saying, oh, Paul's all right, but Apollos is great. But what about this? A church that's comparing leaders and all of this. And, and they don't like this teaching. They, they, they like this teaching, but they don't like this. And did you see what she wore and all this? And a church where needs abound all around them. And this church is, is loaded with the goods to produce. And the only thing left is dirty plates around in a circle and a gorgeous centerpiece saying Jesus loves. That's the church right here. And if you'll take the first 11 verses of 1 Corinthians 13, and I call this church, you remember the old song Heartbreak Hotel? Some of you do. I call this Heartbreak Hotel for Paul. Uh, this, this church just broke his heart. Because when you start in verse 1 and on through verse 11, he's just spanking them. You shouldn't do this. You shouldn't do this. You shouldn't do this. He doesn't talk to any other church like this. And like I said, you're suing each other. What, what, what's going on here? You don't like this preacher. You don't like this preacher. You don't like his wife. You don't like what she's done. Look what she wore and, and your kids and my kids and, 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 and on and on and on and on. You're, you're, you're biting in the back. You're, 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 you act like anything but God's children. And then he gets to 1 Corinthians 11. Jeff, would you turn? It may be on the board up there. And he sums it up. I, I believe in verse 29 is what I want. 1 Corinthians 11 and verse 29. I believe that's right. I didn't look at this before I started. And first, I'm sorry, First Corinthians 13, yeah, uh, uh, yeah 11, chapter 11, First Corinthians, first Corinthians 11, I beg your pardon. For this caused not the woman to have authority on her head because of the angels. You're at 11, come on. Nevertheless, neither is the man without the woman, neither the woman without the man and the Lord. For as the woman is of the man, even so is the man also by the woman, by all things of God. Judging yourselves, is it seemly that a woman praying to God uncovered doth not even nature itself teach you that if a man have long hair, it's a shame of him. But if a woman have long hair, it's a glory to her, for her hair is given her for a cover. But if any man seem to be contentious, we have no such custom, neither the churches of God. Now, in this that I declare unto you, I praise you not, that you come together, not for the better, but for the worse. Here's, here's what I want. That's what I'm, Go ahead. For first of all, when you come together in the church, I hear that there are divisions among you, and I partly believe it. For there must be also hearsay, hearsay among you that they who are approved may be made manifest among you. When you come together, therefore, into one place, this is not to eat the Lord's Supper. For in eating, everyone taketh before the other his own supper. One is hungry and another is drunk. What have you not? Houses to eat and to drink in, or despise you the church of God and shame them that have not? What shall I say? Shall I praise you in this? I praise you not. Uh, now he goes on to use the Lord's Supper there. And, he, and, and anyway, the, he, not to thank you. The, and anyway, he takes this and he, and he said, uh, some of you you are drunk and you did all these things, and 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 some of you have sickness and even have death because of this. Now, I want you to listen to this. Here's the church you had it all. And folks, I want to tell you something. I, I, I don't make the circuit like I used to. But I promise you, this is a picture of a lot of our churches. And we wonder why we're failing. We wonder why we can't give the world a message. We wonder why we can't, can't uh, stand among, among men and, and be selected by God. And we wonder why. And it's because of this, is that th- th- this is a loveless church. Because if they were doing the things that were right, love never fails. 
There would be no division. There would be no fussing. There would be no. And I and I don't know anything. Uh, and you talk to Tim, talk to Jeff. Said I know you're growing and everything is it looks great. But I but I know there are times when 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 words are uttered and and and, and things are made and, and 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 it just it just hurts the body of Christ. They were destroying the body of Christ. And Paul said, God's given you everything. You've destroyed the body of Christ. Now. He says one thing, and I'll, I'll, before I just get into what I want to say, he says one thing. He says, because you've done all this, some of you are sick, and some of you have tasted death. I want you to turn to uh, Psalms 32, if you would, please. Psalms 32. Are you saying that, that consistent sin can cause sickness? Are you saying that consistent sin can cause death? Is that what, that's what Paul said. And I think our churches need to hear this. I think our bodies of Christ, not, not, not necessarily you, but other churches need to hear this. You need to be understand why some are growing and why some are smiling and some are not. And, and why some have magnificent buildings, but as dead as a hammer inside, it's nothing there. Now look at verse, now here's David. David, God's, God's man. And yet David now has, with all that God has blessed, with all the victories that God has given, with all, with all the, the, the praise that has been anointed on his head, and he does love the Lord. And <coughs> excuse me, but, but in a moment of, 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 of just losing it all, he stays home when he should be in battle, and he goes out on the side of his, of his bedroom and walks there, and he sees Bathsheba, a beautiful Bathsheba, taking a bath over there. And his mind and his spirits and his desire run wild. And, and he, in, he invites her in and lays with her. And, and later she sends a note back said, I'm with child. And now he begins to put man's plan in action. And now he kills, he absolutely kills Uriah. He has committed adultery and murder. God's man. And I want to show you what sin does. I want you to look at verse 3. Uh, we know, and, 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 and doctors will tell you, medical that, that sin, when it, when that, that, brain, that center brain that does everything for you, that, 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 that unconfessed sin. David said, I kept silent. I did not confess that. I didn't confess this wrong. Uh, unconfessed sin can, can cause sickness in, in your body. And your soul. David said, man, I, I, I just, I, I, I heard, oh, my, my neck was tight. Ever tell a lie, your neck just got tight up there when you're a little kid and then, you know, you knew it was wrong and, and you didn't feel right. And, 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 and the heart, the heart, the, the blood does not leave, the, does not leave the, the heart and maybe hit the target like it should and deliver as much. And, and the glands, uh, the juices are not as strong. They, they don't, they don't, and you got muscle tension and tightness. And this is the way David was when he said, I kept silent and my bones are just turning. And look at verse 4. He said, it's, it's, it's not there. I'm just dry. There's nothing within my body. And, 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 and he begins in the cry of the Lord. But this is what sin has done to this man. And this is what sin has done to a lot of our churches and our congregations. And, and, and as, as, as individual believers in groups that are set aside to serve the Lord. And, and we, we've, we've let, we've let the, some of these hands get in there. And these are the things that have happened. And so Paul is writing, this, is writing this, this, these first 12, 11 chapters. And, and, and he's just in turmoil as he writes. He just pours out and, and, as he writes about it. This is what sin does. I'm amazed to look at uh, Proverbs. I don't know if, if it's on the thing. Not, Jeff, if you look at Proverbs... Um, uh, 1517, I believe. We looked at it last night. Uh, <clears throat> now look what he's saying. 
Now, when I was a little boy, and you, and they tell me how good vegetables were, well, I didn't, it, didn't, it didn't taste half as good as fried chicken. I, 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 surely they must have been wrong, you know. But he said, listen, if, if you've got a dinner of herbs, of salad, and, 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 and it's far better than, a, than an ox that you got stored back, fattening him up, making a filet mignon out of him. You, you can't eat him with peas. And this, this is what it does to you. And, and it, it's, it, 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 it just gnaws and gnaws and gnaws and gnaws and gnaws. And how many times a, a church is burdened with, 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 with unconfessed sin, with one, maybe one member gets another. And this church is like that. And this happened and this happened and this happened. And, and they, they, they were so upset over this thing. And it began to affect the whole body of believers. And God's greatest servant finally had to confess to find any peace. And yet so much of the damage was already done. Now, with that in mind, this is what Paul is preaching to. This is what he's he's bearing his soul for. And this, in the midst of all of this, is probably one of the greatest chapters ever penned by the Apostle Paul in the Bible. What I'm going to do today, I'm I'm going to read you the first, uh, just going to read you the first uh, uh, 11 uh, avenues that, that he gives at what love does. Just, just they, they're self-explanatory. I just want to read. And when I get down to verse 7, I'm going to stop, and I want to just say a word or two as, 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 as these things begin, they sweep up all, everything and bring it into where it ought to be. The last or 12, 13, 14, 15. These are 15 attributes of love. And I want you to listen very carefully as he reads these. And Jeff, is it on the screen or... Okay, if you just read it out of there, start at verse, that's all right, verse 1 through, through verse 6. Though I speak with the tongues of men and of angels, and have not love, I have become as a sounding bronze or a tinkling cymbal. And though I have the gift of prophecy, and understand all mysteries and all knowledge, and though I have all faith so that I could remove mountains, and have not love, I am nothing. And though I bestow all my goods to feed the poor, though I give my body to be burned, and have not love, it profiteth me nothing. Love suffereth alone. Now, now here it starts. Here's going to be 15 attributes. And we, this going to be, in, other words, in other words, love has patience. You ever had patience with your kids? Love has patience. Love suffereth long. All right, go ahead. Just can't get good help nowadays. You know what it does. I'm trying to get out of your way. Love suffereth long and is kind. It's kind. It suffers long and in the process it's kind. All right, go ahead. Love envieth not. Now that's, that's, that's not jealousy, which is, is no characteristic of love. It's not jealousy at all of what you have and I have or he has or whatever. Go ahead. Love vaulteth not itself. It's not puffed up from the inside. There's an outside exposure and an inside exposure by love. Love doesn't do this, okay? Love vaulteth not itself is not puffed up. It doth not behave itself unseemly. Does that, does that make sense? It, it just doesn't do it that way. It, it, it doesn't blow up and, 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 and excuse itself and, and, and do the things that are so unseemly. All right, we're just going to mention these. Go ahead. It seeketh not its own. All right. It, it, it's, not, it's not in the business of, of, of exalting self all the time. All right. It is not easily provoked. You need to mark that. You see, love is not easily provoked. And over and over and over, love just takes and takes. It, 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 when people are upset, it's just not easily provoking. Go ahead. It thinketh no evil. All right. Go ahead. It rejoiceth not in iniquity, but now, it rejoiceth in the truth. Uh, I want you to look at that. It rejoiceth not in iniquity. Here's, here's a key. Here's, here's a key to. Uh, um, I, 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 well, you, you got children? Uh, you know, they, they used to want, mine used to come to me and said, and this is our nature. Uh, Daddy, you don't know what Ted is doing now. I said, now listen. I don't care about know what Ted's doing. You don't need to be tattling on Ted. All right? He said, okay. Then when they left, I got up to see what Ted was doing. You know, but, but this, this is, Daddy, do you know who's jumping on the bed upstairs? And, and you know, and, but this, this, is our, this is our nature. Uh, it, we left to tattletale. We, 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 we left to do these things. But, but the guy says, uh-uh, uh-uh. All right, go ahead. 
Love beareth all things. Now here's the last. Let me stop right here. Here, here, here we're just here we just eleven that we mentioned, and just a word. They they deserve more than that, but they're so easy. But he, I want you to look at these last things. Thank you, Jeff. I'll, I'll take from that. Now I want you to look at these last things. I want you to look at these last four. And I, I want to zero in on this right here this morning. Here are four things that sweeps back over and gathers all these other things, uh, and and. And, and because of, of it advances itself, because it's all these other things, it sweets up and gathers it all in. And he says four things about this thing about love. And I, I want to concentrate on these four this morning. And we'll be through. Number one, love, love beareth all things. Now, I want you to listen to me. Now, very carefully. This doesn't mean, now you've got to understand this. This doesn't mean that it bears all things. This is not a, this is not a universal thing. It's done in the confines of Christian teaching and love. And I, you know, I, I, I don't want to bear anything Satan's doing. I don't bear that. I, 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 that that's, that, that that's, that's wrong. And, and, and uh, uh, it's, it's uh, uh, things that people don't want to talk about. But, but, but you know, uh, the homosexuality is wrong. It's a sin. God says who that do it won't even see the inside of heaven. What else do you need? And, and it, 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 these things are wrong. And, 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 and it's not things you bear. Love bears the things that, that, that are inside the direction of God. Love bears the things that, that the Lord, Lord says, look, you know, I want you to maybe, uh, I, I want you to win that little boy in that Sunday school. And you try and you try and you try and you fall on your face over and over again. Love bears all things because one day God's going to save that little boy. You've got a leadership from him. Love bears it. And you keep going on the things that God wants you. It bears all things. What does that mean to you? A child that breaks your heart over and over and over and over and over again. And you know God has given you that child and you know you, you, you can remember when your wife went down into the valley of death to deliver that child and, and, and all of this and then he's turning out like this and God says you can God, love bears all things. And what this word means is that love covers all things. That, that's that's the, the simple Greek of this thing. It covers all things. Yes, yes you discipline. Yes you correct. Yes you rebuke and then you cover then you cover, you don't go around spreading it. You cover it and, 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 begin, and begin to bear this thing. And you see, the, I, I, I see the, 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 the triune committee of God, God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit meeting. And, and, uh, and he said, man, there is, it's going to be a mess down there on earth. And, and God says, I know it is. And, and they're, they're going to sin and they're going to come short and they're not going to stand. And, 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 and God looks at his son and he said, I need you to cover that. I need you to cover that. I need you to go down on the cross. And I mean, I want you to die there. And you cover those things that, that we can bear all things that we can lead him and him and her and her. We can lead him to the Lord. You cover this for me. Love beareth all. Love covers all things. His name was Cromwell. Great, great leader in England. And after one of his, his encounters, he comes back and, and, and uh, they were there while he announced that, that, that this young soldier was going to die at the curfew bell because he'd been disobedient. Was going to die at the curfew bell. And when Cromwell spoke, it's just like God spoke. That was it. He was, he was a great leader in England. Yet this young soldier was, was engaged to a beautiful young girl. And their love was deep. And what he did was silly, stupid. He didn't think it would, would mean that kind of thing. But anyway, uh, Cromwell had made the order and that was it. And so this, 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 his, his bride-to-be, his lover goes to Cromwell and begs and pleads with a heart. For, plead for my, for, won't you please forgive him this time? Won't you please let him off? And he said, no, no. And she goes back and back and back and, and, and she, she pleads with Cromwell and he said, no. Tomorrow at the curfew time he dies. And so tomorrow they gathered, and the old sexton who was, who was deaf, he couldn't hear hardly anything, goes and he grabs that huge monster robe. Jeff, you've seen him in England, those bells so huge, and that clacker so huge. He grabs that huge robe and pulls, pulls down, pulls down, pulls down, pulls down, pulls down, 
And he couldn't hear it. He pulled it down six times and let it go. And the bell didn't sound a thing. So Cromwell down and said, what's the matter with the bell? It, it had run. And all of a sudden he sees this, this young girl coming up and her, her, her clothes are ripped. Her back is bruised. Her face is bloody. Her hands are her blood streaming down. And he said, what happened to you? She said, she said, I climbed the belfry. And I reached out before the anointed hour. And I grabbed that clock or that big clock that way back. And I got on it. And every time that clock went back and hit that bell, it hit me. And every time it hit back, it hit my leg, my back, my head, my arms, all that. And when it was finally over and the section quit pulling, I got back down and weakened and walked down here to tell you, will you please let him go? Cromwell and a poet set this to words. And I, 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 it's a long poem. I but at the end, he, and, and he says, because of your love, Go. The curfew bell does not ring tonight. And that young girl walked away with a man that she gave her life to be beaten and bruised for. Folks, take that and do what you want to. You can take it right back to the cross. No pain has been suffered like that. No pain has been felt like that. No, you, you and I could, if they, if they took 39, 40 lashes, they were dead. He, he, he took them over and over. They beat him to his skin, pulled off his back. And then they made him walk with the cross and, and thudded him in the ground and, and stood the Nazarene up for his last session and mocked him and mocked him and did everything he could do. And all the way he bore, he bore, he bore our sins. He bore those for you and for me. Love never fails. It never fails. And so because of this, God says we're to bear all things. In the context now of Christian belief, in the context of the leadership of the Holy Spirit, in the context of what, 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 we, what we believe, we're to bear that. That he maybe go to a dis- disgruntled church member that you don't like. And, and folks, you're to bear that. You're to pray for him. Love never fails. To return love for bad, return it. It'll win every time. It'll win every time. They can't handle love. I was telling Jeff, I, I, I I just got in the ministry through the back door. I didn't want to preach. I didn't, still can't preach. I didn't want to preach. And my, my eyes were bad. Then I couldn't go to seminary. I knew that. And, and yet God has given me 40 years, 42 years of doing this. And we've seen some great, some great things happen. And, 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 but I, I was in revival in Emmanuel Baptist Church in Greenwood. And, and, and it, it was a Sunday through Wednesday revival. It started raining Sunday night when I got there. And it rained Monday night, Tuesday night. And the crowds were, were sparse. And, a few things happened. But on the last night, on the last night, uh, we gave the invitation. And an 87-year-old man stepped down the aisle. Come and give us all. And behind him stepped out his daughter of 62 years. Said, woo, woo, woo. Followed him all the way down. And said, Love never fails. She'd been praying for her daddy for that long. An 87-year-old man. Folks, that's worth all the drops over there. It's worth all the, just that one moment. Because love never fails. Have you got somebody that's got you on edge? You got somebody you just can't stand? You got somebody that just irritates you? God, why'd you die for him? He didn't have to die for him. Let me tell you something. You to bear this in love. Because love never fails. That's what the Corinthians church was not doing. They were suing, they were condemning, they were having sex under the communion table. They're doing all, suing each other, doing all these things. And they wonder why they were sick and they were dying. And Paul says, because you're sinful, that's why. The total opposite of love is selfishness. There's no selfishness in love. The total opposite is that. Spurgeon English, the great man of God wrote, wrote in his book Practicing Psychiatry said this and, 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 and in reference to David's thing we just read about he, he, he said uh, self-centeredness is the opposite of all love it's, it's never found in love it's never found in a mother who gives and gives and gives and gives it's never found in a daddy who gives and gives it's never found in a church member who gives self-centeredness is not in love it's never found in love 
And he says, because of self-centeredness, because of ambition, because of, of fights and contention and all these things, all these things lead to death in the body and to the, and to the psyche. Because love is not practiced. I was telling Brother Jeff last night, I, we, we live out <coughs> on a farm to market road and uh, there's one house finally built next to us and uh, we raised puppies as you know and dogs and have for a good while and and he decided to go back right behind my dog pens and aim his house right that way I don't know why wouldn't speak couldn't you know he's always griping your goats have gotten out he called your dogs have jumped through the fence it's just one thing after the other after the other. We, we, I, had, I remember I had a Sunday school party one night at the house, and he, he, he got drunk and walked over knocked on the front door and said, why don't you go out there and, and teach those dogs not to bark? Well, it shows you how drunk you Well, you can't teach your dog not to bark. And so, and, 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 it was, and all of this, it just went on and on and on and on. And, and I, I tried to talk to him. We couldn't talk to him about anything. And for some time or not, I, I just held my tongue. You know, he just held and one day, he, uh, about a month or two ago, an ambulance pulled up to his house and loaded him on that thing and took him to the hospital. And he had some serious heart trouble. And you know what? You know what God did? God brought back a different man. He called the other day and said, Betty said, I believe you got a goat has jumped this fence over here. And I said, all right, I said, Bob, we'll get some help and get over there. And so I had a big old policeman that was out the house and Shoulders about that wide, and and I said, John, he said, come on, give me a rope. We get that rascal. I went up there and put that rope around and grabbed that that goat, and that goat was doing. And he he walked him around, and Kevin ran out of the house and hugged Betty and I. I said, I, I really thank you, and I really thank you. Man, been changing that man. He didn't have to say any words. And you know what he did? He ended up building a fence in my front yard that I didn't have. Just, he said, oh, don't worry about it. I I just I just built it for you. Just love. And God, God works in that love in so many ways. He can work through a fluttering heart. He can work through scaring you to death. God can work in so many ways. But had I fought back and bit back and done everything else, I would not have done any good at all. Love never fails. And self-centeredness and all that is the, most, is the opposite of anything. It bears all things. That are God. It bears all things that God wants done. It bears all things of people that He died for. It bears all that. Love never fails. Love never fails. Look at the second thing. Love never fails. Love believeth all things. Hmm. What are you talking about? I, 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 I told him in Sunday school class back there, we just. Got an adopted child that we've had for years and it's just brought us heartache, 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 heartache. And all of a sudden, at 29 years of age, there's been a change. Because we kept believing. I'd get so mad. I said, oh, blah, 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 blah. And I tell myself, you know, <coughs> and then I'd go back and do something else and, and I said, maybe we can try this. Maybe we can do this. And, and you see, love keeps believing. You don't give up on that guy. The, 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 prodigal, the prodigal son left, but the daddy never gave up on that boy. And when he came back in his rags and filthy and stinking and been down with the hogs, the worst thing in the world to a Jew, the daddy took him back and said, and he came back to, he never got a chance to confess everything. Daddy wrapped his arms around him, said, don't worry, son. said, my son who, who was dead is alive. He's been away. He's home. Kill the fatted calf. Bring shoes for him. Put it on his back. Hey, he's come home. Love believes. Love believes. Love believes. Do you believe? Do you believe that through your years of, 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 of practicing, of trying, and, and, and at times you've been slapped, love still believes? Paul says, don't give it up. Love, love bears all things. And by, in, in order to bear all things, love believes all things. For the believing holds up the bearing. If that makes sense. It holds it up. And, 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 and then he said, not only does, 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 love, does love hold up everything, that believes all things, 
It hopes the whole thing. You see, you get down to the low end. We were getting down to the low end with this kid. I, didn't want, I said, Betty, I don't know. I'm, I'm 74 and you, you're 70 tomorrow. And, 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 and uh, we, we, we hadn't got too much longer left. And, he still, and, and it was down to just hope. that The, the, the cord was stretching from, from bearing all things to believing all things to hoping all things. And it's getting down pretty low. But, but God worked. Because he hopes, he hopes all things. God, I hope it, it. How do I know? Because I believe it. Has been a many a mama, many a mama. Because you, you, you're the backbone. Has been many a mama who is who's who has looked at the family and put her trust in it. Wayward son, that kid, but said, "But I, I'm going to bear all things because I believe all things. I believe God gave them to me, and I'm hoping all things. You know, and I'm knowing down. But I still got that hope. There's a string running through that that life, and I still got hope for him." And you're not going to turn her, mama. Because she's got too much love. You're not going to turn her, mama. She hopes all things. But this last one is what I love. Paul says, you've got all these things about love. Born at night itself, all these things. But he said, but the four things that put it all together is, that, is, that, is, 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 is this first one. Love covers all, literally. And then love believes all because it loves. And then, and then as belief stretches out, it gets, gets low, there's hope that's still there because the belief is still there because, because the, the, the covering is still there. But then read this. What's that last word, Jeff, for this last one? Endures. Here's the last, and it endures all things. Now, this is a military word. It, 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 it's, it's, it's the picture of a soldier in battle. And the battle's getting hot. And the ammunition is coming. And it's, it's getting tough. And, and he's in battle. But he stands. He endures. He stands. He holds his post right there. No matter how rough it is, he holds his post. And Paul said, that's love. That's the reason love is love. It bears all things. He believes all things. I believe he's going to be saved. I believe he's going to do this. I believe it. God, you're leading. And this is no problem for you. And, 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 and my belief may get a little low, but I hope in all things. Husband, you hadn't been to church, but I'm still hoping and praying and believing you will. And, 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 and I want you to know, I'm going to stand. I'm going to endure all things. I'm going to stand in the midst of conflict and fire going through me. I'm going to stand on the promise that you're going to know him. He's Lord. And I'll go to my grave believing that. I'll go to my grave believing that. I listed, I won't get into them this this morning, but I listed the four attributes of love that I love. uh, uh, Well, I didn't didn't get that in time. But anyway, uh, one is love is permanent in in marriages. Love is public. Yeah, it's public. I tell you, my kids, you know what I want them to say? I want them to say, I tell you one thing, my daddy loved my mama. And I love it when they say, Daddy, take your hands off mama. We've got people here. I love that. I love that. And love is private. Did you know it's private? You see, love is public. With Jesus, it's permanent. With Jesus, it's public. With Jesus, it's private. There are times in your prayer life. And love is promising at the end. It's powerful and promising. But, but, but it's private. It's private. I was telling this morning, if I could share it again right quick, with, with James Dobson's daddy and and. He said he, he, and his, he and his mother had the dog gone. They loved each other, hugging each other all the time and, 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 and everything. And, and, and it, it got to be a joke with us that, that uh, he'd, 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 he'd pick up his napkin on the table and open it up and it says Shmili, S-H-M-I-L-Y, be written on the middle of his napkin. And we never knew what that was. And, and mother would be reading the Bible and open it up and there'd be a card and it says Shmili. S H M I L Y written in the Bible, and they would leave each other little 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 tidbits, little little fun times. You, you know, you got you got to make marriage have fun. 
It, 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 folks, it's, it ought to be as live as, as, as... I can't wait to get back home. See my wife, I'll tell you. And, and to all the time, this little word would appear. And finally, as she never would say, and finally, after the daddy died, James asked him, I said, what does that mean? She said, I'll tell you what it means. Shmilly means see how much I love you. And he stuck it everywhere. You think that marriage had fire in it? You better believe it. You think that marriage would, would hold a hand and squeeze somebody? You better believe it. Now, I, I, I'm going to tell this. Don't think bad of me. We, we, go to, we go to Swindoll's church every night. Some little rookie preacher probably close to us. I don't, <coughs> he'll be learning to preach one of these days, I guess. And they have about 4,500 people in the service and, 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 and Stonebride Church. And so we were going to meet Elizabeth and uh, uh, her family there and for church. And so uh, I, I, Betty's lead me in, and, and, uh, and I like being blind. She got to lead me everywhere. I love that. Boy, get to hold on to it. I love that. And so she's leading me in and, and said, we're going to sit here. And, and uh, uh, the seat, I, I was getting in the seat, and, and pretty soon somebody passed me, and this, that, and other. So we sat down, and, and, sat down and, and uh, Elizabeth and Greg went we in and everything. I said, well, good. So then I, I said, I said, get ready to hear a good search. I reached over my hand, and I patted Betty on the leg. I'll do it often. I just patted her on the leg. And uh, while I was doing that, out of my right ear, Somebody said, Bob, Liz was them right next to us. I said, oh, my God. She said, what's the matter? I said, you on my right side. She said, yeah. She said, what have you done? What have you done? What have you done? And I told her, she said, I can't believe you. I said, I thought that was you. I, I, I was patting your leg right there. She said, who is it? I said, I have no idea who it is. I said, give me my stick and give me my glasses. I'm going to put them on. And, and I said, you know, wear them today, I guess. I, but anyway, uh, when that thing was over, I, I was telling Jeff, I, I was going to tell her something. And, and she zoomed out of the church just that fast, you know. And, and uh, I, I tell you, folks, I, I felt awful. I just felt awful. And they, they got a maniac in church, a sex maniac in church, you know. And, 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 and I just felt, and, and to, to make it, I was telling the class to make it all hurt more than that, I get a call when he's on the telephone and said, is this Robert Smith? I said, yes. He said, said, I want you to know said, I'm the lady that sat by you in church that you put your hand on my leg. And I don't appreciate it. And I said, well, ma'am, and she went on to say, said, you know, you're supposed to be out checking. You're supposed to be a Christian and all this, a preacher and all this. And she just ringed me up. And I and hung up the phone and I felt about, I, I tell you what, I was, I was nauseated. I, I really was. I told her, I'm never going back to that church again in my life. Unless I got a hat and a mask, and I'm never going back to my, that church in my life. And come to find out, Betty told Elizabeth, and Elizabeth told Amanda, and Amanda told one of the teachers at school who I loved, I used to love, I don't love anymore. She works in the office, and she said, I'm going to have some fun out Brother Bob. So she picks up and gets on that phone and does that to me. Now, that's not what I'm talking about when I, when I say love is public, love is private. That's not the private I'm talking about, okay? And I said, love is promising. Love is powerful. Now, I'll tell you something. Love covers. Love believes. Love hopes. And love endures. And when that takes place, there is a power and a promise that goes through people that's unbelievable. I'll share this with you in our close. I pastored Emmanuel Baptist Church in Greenville oh, in 85 through 88, I guess. God just blessed so much. And, and they went there with 90 people. We ended up with 229 in a young adult class. That's the key to a church, was you get a young adult class started. They bring the babies. They got this. You're going to grow. I'll tell you what, you're going to grow. And we just had a fantastic class, and it grew. People were saved. And, and, and um, uh, it, 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 was, it, it, was, it was just, it was just, it was just a wonderful time and, and, uh, that, that we had there. And it grew, and God blessed, and, and, and everything was, was good. In that church was a lady named, well, I, I, I'll say her name maybe in a minute. Anyway, uh, I, some of you may know it was a family, but she, she worked the nursery. Modine Russell was her name. 
Her husband was Red Russell. He was a member of the first Ranger Brigade that ever left the States, Jeff, in World War II. First Ranger. He went to England. He was a Ranger. And, and a tough dude. And Modine ran the nursery. And I'm going to tell you something, folks. She was Sergeant Modine, or she ran that nursery. And I loved it. You didn't bring your baby that sniffing and snotting and everything and bring it over with us. She said, you take that baby. You can't come here today with that baby. And she looked after those kids. And she always had little chairs around where she taught them and she gave them refreshments and she taught them. And, and I, was, I was there for three and a half years. She never missed a morning, never missed a church, never missed a, a, a BTU, never missed night church, prayer meeting, revival, anything. She was always there. Always there. She never missed. And she didn't want to be anywhere else. Didn't want to go in church. She wanted to be there. with She loved them. She loved them. And I asked about it two or three days ago. I got a call. I said, well, she, she passed away. She was living in Greenwood and gotten old. And she was having some Alzheimer's and, and uh, had some problems. And, but they had somebody to stay with home. She stayed there. And after she died, they went to the home. You ready for this? You believe that love, you believe that love has power and love is promising. And they walked into a home. They found six little chairs around in a circle with a potato, a big potato in each chair, and a peanut butter and jelly sandwich on the on the on the, the lip of that chair for each person. And Modine was sitting in her chair with a Bible over, and she had died. But in her last things, and people said she didn't know what she was doing, her love was so strong that the little chairs and potato was similar to a child, and she had made a peanut butter and jelly sandwich for her. You think love's not strong? You think love's not powerful? In a mind that can't even think, love never fails. Love never fails. And I, 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 I told that to Jeff when I called. I said, don't tell that. I want to tell it. Because it, it is the most amazing thing I've ever heard of in my life. And I know her. I know what a sergeant she was. And I know how she loved those kids. Can God do that with your life today? Can God take that old disposition and, and make it right? Don't you know that he bears all things and he covers all things? And don't you know that, that true love believes all things, believes, believes, believes because you know Jesus that you're going to write that ship? And don't you know that when belief strings out, there's hope? And don't you know when hope goes, there's endurance? And love never fails. He ends this chapter by saying, Now abides all three, faith, hope, and love. But the greatest of these is what? Is love. I want to give you one scripture. Uh, would you turn to Matthew 22, please? Listen to me. That's the two bevels that hold up everything in Christianity. You think love's not important? You're to love your God with all your heart, mind, soul, and spirit. And you're to love your neighbor as yourself. Folks, if we, if, if, we, if we could do that, we'd never have any sin. There wouldn't be any jails. There wouldn't be any electric chairs. There wouldn't be detention centers if we had that love. It's got to start somewhere, folks. We need a rejuvenation of love. A love that's right. A love that's Christ-like. I don't know your situation here. I know you've got great staff, pastor, and all that. But I tell you what, I believe all my heart, God has got something special for you. Take it from a blind man. I believe I see something special for you. And it's got to be centered on your love. To forgive each other. To love each other. To believe in each other. To hope in each other. And endure each other. Why? Because love never fails. Never. This morning in a moment, we're going to give an invitation. I don't know where you are. 
If you don't know this Jesus, I invite you to receive him this morning. You see, he's the epitome of love. If you want to describe him in one word, that's it, love. You, you can't get a better word to describe it. And he wants us to be little lovebirds for him. I know it. I know they got in front of you and blew the horn at you. All this stuff, I know that. I know they didn't do you right at school. But folks, in the system we're in today especially, love's got to win out. There's no other way to win out. Love never fails. And today, if maybe you are stumbling block in this church, for God's sakes, get it right. Let God search your heart. Say, God, search my heart. Tell me, Lord, if there's something I need to say, do, apologize, whatever it is. Help me be the kind of person here that you need. Love never fails. Now abides these three, faith, hope, and love. But the grace of these is love. We're going to have a word of prayer. I'm going to ask you to stand. Your pastor's going to be down front. If God has spoken to your heart about giving your life to Jesus, you don't know what love is until you give your heart to Jesus. Maybe you hear this morning you've been saved, but you've never been scripturally baptized. And you need to go through with it. it, it you know, it, it, God says do it. It's an act of obedience. Love is obedience. Maybe you're here this morning and, you, and you've been going here, there, and yonder. And you say, you know, I know God wants me to go there and put my foot in that church. They're doing something. They believe in something. I want to be a part of that. You need to come. But most of all this morning, if you're here... And you don't know Jesus as your personal Savior. You're lost, you're going to hell anyway without Jesus. Give your heart to him and let him bury in you the love of, of his life and his word. And you'll never be the same. All people let you down. you let people down. But love will prevail. Love will prevail. Father, in Jesus' name, I thank you today for these moments together. Sorry that I rambled so, but I, I, I don't have the words to, to bracket all that you mean here. I don't have the knowledge to do that. I do know that you love me. And that's all that matters. And I know you're in charge. I've read the last page. I know you're coming soon. And I know where I'm going to be. And I can't wait, Lord. In the meantime, use our lives here Southside to make this a church that tries to love like Jesus loves. We're going to fall. We're going to slip. But help us to be quick to recover, quick to get it right. Oh, God, please. Thank you for loving us and taking care of us. Thank that you stood in the way of that clock as it hit that bell and while well, our sentence of death was near and you took the pain and the cross. Thank you for your love. We ask that you take charge of this service now. We give you all the praise and all the glory for everything that's done. For it's in Jesus' sweet name. Amen. Your pastor waits for you as you come. Maybe you want to come and pray. But maybe God has got a decision in your heart. You do so this morning. Come, would you say yes to Jesus? Some of you saints need to check your life. Well, I gotta check mine every day.